One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Fight Night Extra on TalkSport 2. Good afternoon, if you love your boxing and MMA, this is the show for you. Find an extra, myself, Adil Adipa, and he's back, the great Gareth A. Davis. Today, we're going to reflect on Saturday night in Wembley Arena as Joshua Boatsy edged uh, South London rival Dan Aziz on point. Is he now ready for a title shot in the light heavyweight division? Elsewhere, Ben Whitaker once again put himself in the headlines. We are going to hear from the prospect who's now caught attention stateside after yet more showboat and antics in his routine win over Khaled Gralia. Uh, the big news from the weekend came from outside the ring. Tyson Fury versus Alexander Usyk has been postponed and rearranged now for May 18th following a cut to Fury's eye. I'm going to get Gareth's take on the delay to the mega fight. Plus, we're going to ask what next for Conor Ben with seemingly ever with seemingly every single fighter on social media desperate to fight him following his win over Peter Dobson in Vegas on Friday. Lots to get through. This is Final Extra on TalkSport 2. But that was a great punch from Boatsy, and that's his second knockdown in the round. Declaring your winner, and now the winner of the WBA Final Eliminator, and now the mandatory for the WBA World Championship, and the new British and Commonwealth light heavyweight champion, Joshua Boatsy. Seems to stoke the fire of Radio Whitaker again, crowding around Nancy Uppercut. Radio going for the shot, the crowd liking this. Whitaker turns him around, showboating again. Not everybody likes this job. Not everybody does, but there's a sad proportion of this crowd who do. In this game and get in there and stay in there. And when I do get there and I do show ball against the so-called best at the weight category, that's what I'm excited to show. I can't tell you how gutted everybody is, and you know, and I obviously feel for Tyson. I feel for Usyk because obviously he's been training hard to fight. It only cost me the biggest fight in my career. We keep moving forward, and now we have a new day. Usyk's crying his eyes out. Tyson should retire. Oh, he wants to retire. Oh, no retirement here. You're getting knocked out. Gareth A. Davis in the flesh, in front of me, in the studio. Talk Sport 2. I've missed you. Adi Oladipo. Adi Atunji? No. No. Is that KSI? Yes. Adi Olatunji. Olatunji. No. No. Go on, go on. I cannot remember your middle name or your Ad, other. Adetokumbo. 
Edete Combo. Emmanuel. Emmanuel Oladipo. Hey, it's great to be with you, my friend. I've missed you. I'm happy to be back. I've got some lines from someone here. Who is this? The face of truth is open. The eyes of truth are bright. The lips of truth are ever closed. The head of truth is upright. The breast of truth stands forward. The gaze of truth is straight. Truth has neither fear nor doubt. Truth has patience to wait. There's only one man who came out with that kind of poetry in our world. That's pretty good, though. Wait one second. No, go on. Come on, he floated. Oh, Muhammad Ali. That's one of Muhammad Ali's poems. That's yeah. really good. Oh, that, there's it? some amazing Ali poems. Really yeah, good. yeah, 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 yeah. I like the way he said that he floated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because, and I'll tell you why. 1971, mm. the richest prize in sport, yeah. the undisputed. Yeah. I know we're going to be talking about undisputed for a bit today. We will. And wow, a week in boxing. What a week it's been. Massive things. I reckon there's about, even though I've digressed and talked about poetry, yeah. Muhammad Ali's poetry with, with you, the greatest poetry, there's about 35 things to get through in, these, so in this hour. Much. I mean, and it's just been added to as well. In the last couple of minutes, John Ryder mm. has decided no more. He's mm. decided no more after that fight against Jaime Mingia. Uh, obviously lost in the ninth round, got stopped in that fight. And he's decided, you know what? We've had a decent career. You know, he's challenged for a world title. He got the big payday against Canelo. Hopefully he made some good money against Mingia as well. So hopefully, fingers crossed, you know, the future's sorted. How do you sum up John Ryder's career? You would have covered him when he was fighting for British titles. Yeah, I mean, I remember him when he was in Islington all those years ago. And By I, the way, I, fantastic sit-down with him as well. Lovely sit-down. Yeah, it yeah. was a really interesting sit-down with John. Well, I go back, weirdly, to the days of the early 90s in, in Islington, where he's from, Islington ABC, um, lots of clubs around that area. Colin Dunn, Colin Lake, names you won't even know. He used to fight in the York Hall. All the travellers, the the Powers, um, the, the the O'Donnells, all these travellers from the traveller sites in Camden. Uh, John's an old school stalwart of the sport. I wish he'd gone to super middleweight earlier yeah. because I think he struggled himself, physically yeah. at middleweight. Um, and I think that extra eight pounds, 12 stone, um, 168 pounds... You know, the fights with Callum Smith, uh, Canelo Alvarez. I mean, you, you could pick him to have beaten Callum Smith, frankly. I, I did, by the way. Yeah, I did. I thought he won yeah. by a round. Very, very close fight. The the the, the valiant performance against Canelo, Canelo, as you rightly mentioned. Again, balls of steel mm. against Jaime Munguia. You were there, I think, when you? I was. And you spoke to him afterwards. And I, obviously, I spoke to John going into that a couple of weeks before he went there. Um, very strong guy. Proper gorilla, um, and and a mirror image in dark hair of Canelo physically. Yeah. Um, brilliant career. I think he got a few quid in the bank towards the end of his career, and I'm glad he's walking away. I imagine he'll become a second to Tony Sims yeah, and sure. be in that gym and be training guys now. That's I'm, I'm almost certain. Yeah, that's a good thing, right? Because, yeah. I mean, that, that Tony Sims camp is massive, yeah. and he needs the help. So who better to have than John Ryder, who's been with him from the beginning? Similar character and personality to um tony sims as well quiet avuncular mm. um very caring deep down very thoughtful i think those two will work perfectly and together just, as you mentioned there uh, loads to talk about but just yeah. on that finally i'm just so happy that he got the canelo fight sixty thousand, right guadalajara and then he gets this one against Mungia. i think there's about thirteen thousand in there as well mm. yes you lose both but you get in the big fights. All these boxers want big money, big fights, world title opportunities. He's ticked all those boxes. 
so it's good. Andy Gar Jacobs. Um, not Andy Jacobs. Danny, Danny right, Jacobs as well. We forgot Danny about Andy Jacobs. Jacobs. No, he's Hawksby and Jacobs. Yeah, yeah. Um, close, Danny close. Jacobs, well, what an end yeah. to the career. Yeah, what a nice little run right yeah. at the end as yeah. well. Zach yeah. Parker. Yeah, it, it, Zach Parker. It, it, yeah, almost to punch Very good. That. Very good. Um, where should we start? Let's start with Joshua Boatsy, uh beating Dan Aziz, a uh, fight that took place at the AO, uh, so the OVO Arena in Wembley. We love domestic dust-ups. And this was a good one as well. South London derby. So much has been spoken about it. And it probably was the best performance we've seen from Joshua White. See, it needed to be. Stepped in on his punches. Mm. Was fairly dominant. Dan Aziz made the fight. Yeah. I thought there were levels in it. He's a level above Dan Aziz. But there's two more levels for Boatsy to go, in my view. That's the scary thing. There, there, there's a yard... There's an Anthony, there's a yardstick, an Anthony yardstick uh, to fight at one level, and then there's a better B. Evan Bivol. Does he have those levels? We don't know. What I like the way he comported himself all week. I like the sternness that he carried. Um, I like what he tried to do in the fight. There were a couple of moments, without writing Dan Aziz off completely, where Dan Aziz, I think, just a couple of chinks through the door, where Dan Aziz had opportunities in that fight as well, mm. where Boatsy was committing himself. I scored it 116-109. It would have been a lot closer had it not been for those two slip knockdowns. Yeah. But he was struck by it those punches. So they they, they did yeah. have to count. The Agreed. referee was correct. Bob Williams, Mark Lyson, mm. can't remember who it was now. It was one of the two, I think. If not, it was Mike Alexander or, or Howard Foster. There we go. I've thrown four referees yeah, out. Hopefully it was one, one of them. Of if it wasn't, <laughs> if not, I apologise to you, ref. Yeah. But that's a good sign because we didn't notice the ref too much. Um, so, um, Joshua Boatsy, I don't think, is going to fight with other gears. Because I think those are his gears. Well, we're going to need to see other gears. I, I know if, we if are going to... talking about Bivol Baturbia, If he's going to beat them. Yeah, even if he's going to compete with them. Even if he's going to compete with the winner of those two, we, we might need to see another gear. We might need to. The, the, he's got, I think Dan Aziz is a fantastic athlete, powerful legs, crouches low, he's hard to put away. Yeah. Um, and as I say, I think he was all intact at the end anyway. I think there were slips at the end. Yeah. I don't think he was genuinely really, really hurt. Um, great atmosphere, brilliant gentleman fighters, the pair of them. I loved I loved the friendship returning afterwards. Like, um, yeah, the post-fight press conference. Yeah, really it was nice, really very, nice, very yeah. nice. Um, but I think if they can time this now for Joshua Boatsy and Yard, as we're hearing, to fight early in June mm. alongside the Saudi event with Better Biev uh, and Bivol and the Warren uh, Hearn card, where they... Pick five fighters from different weights and they're not going to go who's going up against each other until they announce it. Yeah. I love that. Bit of it's kind wonderful. of it's like a quiz show. Yeah, it's wonderful. It's like a brilliant, it's the best it's possible quiz show. It's almost a bit show. like the World Boxing Super Series. It's Remember when they did that? The World it's Boxing like a draw. Super Series. Yeah. It's like a draw. Yeah. Pull the pull the little balls out of the Stay hat. Stay ready for any so, star. Stay absolutely. Ready. Yeah. Um, so you can ask you about on that very. If, if they line that timing up, though, yeah. we will hopefully get Yard and Boatsy around the same time, what? and then the winner of that can be available and ready for the winner of Better BF if, and If Yard Bibble. were to get the call from Ben Shalom for Boatsy and Yard gets the call from Eddie f to fight Callum Smith, which way do Yard go, do you think? Um, <laughs> um, I think Yard wants Boatsy. Yeah, it's like all London show. If that, was, if that was an 8,000 um, great atmosphere at, uh, at Wembley, this is a 20,000 at the O2. Yeah. Yeah, I think because we've been waiting for it for so long like Callum Smith's a new entry into the 175 division these guys have been here for so long talking of new entries into it Ben Whittaker 
And it's funny because I remember Ben would take a second fight and me and you were here and you were like, are they showboating? You weren't too much no, of a I fan No, I still have a go at him over yeah, yeah. By the way, let me redress what I just said. Callum Smith and, and Yard may wait for that undercard if they've got light this heavies because they'll get paid they a lot paid more, more in Saudi. So that, that is, I, w- I would say there's yeah, a caveat the there. Thing I, and it'll um, be co-main event. Yeah. It'll be yeah, co-main. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah. So it's it's a big one. Yeah. Uh, on Ben Whitaker, um, obviously a lot of stick. I tweeted that I, I I don't like him getting the stick because I'm of an age where I remember when Prince Asim Hamid was fighting tomato cans and fighting the same way. And if social media was around then, they would have buried Prince Asim Hamid as well for it. So I don't mind a bit of stick, and it, it's transcended over to America. Shaquille O'Neal was talking about it. Sports Center, Shakur Stevenson, Ice Cube, son. I don't yeah, mind it. Yeah, and 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 Shaka Stevenson as well, saying he's a fan of Ben's. I'm a fan of Ben's. I know you are. There, there are. You cannot penalise someone for doing unusual movement because that's part of his dance. Mm. It's it's um it's almost like a nervous energy comes out. It's a performance. I think he's got to be a little bit careful with things like pirouettes. Yeah, don't because, pirouette. because you <laughs> yeah. can't. That's kind of against the rules. You don't yeah. turn your back on an opponent. I don't think he should be punished for being. Are different for being unique yeah. for the sideways movement for the one-legged stuff for the for the popping out a hand oh, from a weird. It. It's amazing, um, but the problem is if he's got a point taken away for that, it might set a precedent for other referees. The only issue I had was the pirouette, mm. um, but he's an amazing character. What a specimen as well. I, and also, I, I always say what to him, specimen. "How do you squeeze that six foot three frame into 175 pounds? It's incredible. You know, which I is 12 stone seven, isn't it? You it know, doesn't make sense. I know. Honestly, it doesn't make sense. You got down to 12 stone seven at your very and, lightest. And I looked about one stone. Yeah. Whereas he looks, he's got a back like a barn door, <laughs> massive legs. <laughs> and and do you know what? As well, there's something about him. There's a joy in him as well. I there's think a I think joy in the, the young way, man. You know? I think he's going to go all the way. I can't wait to see him fight Boatsy Yard. I hope Callum Smith stays around. Maybe in five fights fight time. Mm. I asked him last Wednesday, early next year, he reckons. Very, very, very exciting. If you want to watch someone or pick someone that you want to watch for the next three or four years, it's probably him. Uh, our producer is telling me to break, but very quickly, yeah. 30 seconds. I've yeah. missed you, Gareth, by the way. I missed you too, brother. To have you there. Uh, Fury Usyk. I, I, I'm guessing you knew before the world knew. How was how surprised were you with the news at the time? By the way, c- can we just shut down all these stupid conspiracy theories? He got hit. He got cut. Some of the nonsense I'm hearing on social media is incredible. Utter tripe. Nonsense. Yeah, new new early on Friday afternoon. Okay. Checked it out with uh, the the team in Riyadh with yeah. his team. Um, didn't know if he had a head guard on first of all. Yeah. Obviously he did. Um, and you know. There is no way in that shape, in the biggest fight of his life, on the amount of money they're earning, 10, literally hundreds of millions of US dollars going into this event, there's no way he'd have been pulling out. Very unlucky. This kind of SHIT happens in boxing sometimes, unfortunately. Mm. And, and, and it is very unfortunate. Um, but I do think it's going to be a different fight you now when they meet is, in May. You know, funny is, a man of your vocabulary sort of 
Shition, because you every word, but you still had to use the word SHIT. But but <laughs> SHIT happens in boxing, it does. and this was one of those moments because it was a horror gash. And I'll tell you something else before we go to break, and we we'll come back onto it. How quickly did His Excellency Turkey Al Sheikh sort it out, get them on a dual cast, and say, right, this is what's happening? No BS in boxing anymore. No more. No more for now. All right, you listen to Find it Extra on Talk Sport Two. Still to come, we are going to get stuck into the postponement as we did there of Tyson Fury versus Alexander Usyk, and we'll ask what direction Conor Ben should take after beating Peter Dobson. But up next, we are going to talk light heavyweights. Who next for Joshua Boatze? And is it time we put Ben Whitaker in with a serious opponent? was going to get the job done there and he did in the end Boatsy winning it um, biggest win of his career as well Dan Aziz will come again 34 I wouldn't mind seeing Dan Aziz versus Ben Whitaker down the line maybe even Craig Richards who makes his long awaited return to the ring uh, this weekend L- let's quickly hear from Joshua Boatsy. Um he's spoken about the Dimitri Bivol fight but also in this clip speaks about Anthony Yard Initially, I wasn't entertaining it because I was like well if I've won the final lim- eliminator let me go straight away yeah um, the reality is that he's fighting um in June. Yeah, in June. So it's tied up to the end of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's if they do a rematch as well, which yeah. they probably will. Mm-hmm. And then that means the following that fight year. wouldn't happen yeah. until the first the end of yeah. the first quarter of the year. So it's a long time to just hang yeah. about, which yeah. is what I'm to not fight. gonna do. Yeah. So I'm definitely entertaining the yard fight. Of course it has to be on better terms to shoot me. I I'm Huge the one fight. that just came off a final eliminator. So yeah. Yeah. Look, it's funny, he says it has to be on better terms, and obviously, which he means that look, every fighter should get their money. But Yard, Yard came off a you know a very good competitive fight against Baturbiev. You know well, I mean? we'd see it again yeah. if he if he beat Boatsy yeah. and Baturbiev beats Bivol. Uh, would you not watch Baturbiev and, and Yard again? I'd Definitely. Again. There's more it. mileage on the Baturbiev clock. He's it's an extraordinary fighter. I see him as a marginal favourite against Bivol at the moment. Look, can jo- I put you on the spot very quickly? Yeah, go on. Top three light heavyweights in this country. Rank, uh, rank it, them. In this country. In this country. Yard, Boatsy. Yard, Boatsy. Smith? Probably or? Smith. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I think Craig Richards would give I Smith think, a good fight so. now. Yeah. Um... And I think I think Callum's close to the end. I mean, again, we need to see all these fights, but it's... I, I, I've, I've got the feeling at the moment... That I'd I'd favour Yard against Boatsy, but 
I don't know, but I, at the moment I would marginally pick Yard because he's going to take him into a war, and Watsy's going to have to fight him. Fantastic! I, that is no, that oh, that man. is the fight at 175 oh, in the oh, UK. God, it's a that's a really big fight. That's a big fight. Yeah, that, that's, and that's, we should be banging the drum for that fight. And finally, as well, both know. men are speaking about it. It's been ages. They kind of both. Yeah, we would. We five could. years. We five talked years. About it. Yeah, five years. Ever it. since 2008, 17, when Josh turned pro. Um, and, and when, you, when you look at how well Yard has done as well, I mean, he fought Kovalev in Russia, mm-hmm. and then he fought Baturbiev. There's only two defeats, Kovalev and Baturbiev. And wow. he also fought Kovalev when Kovalev was still dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think, I mean, I know he's fighting in Saudi soon, he but he's a little bit over the hill now. I mean, I was bit. at the two Andre Ward fights with Kovalev, and they were extraordinary. I think one was in Brooklyn and one was in Vegas, or they were mm. both in Vegas. But I was at both of them, and they were extraordinary. And they were the making of Andre Ward at the end of his career as well, remember? Yeah. I'd have put him top pound for pound in the world at that time, because Kovalev really was the crusher. You know, because he first came here and he beat uh, um, not Clevely. Nathan Cleverly. Re- we didn't know how good he was at that point, yeah. and he really did crush. Mm. He was a crusher. Yeah, how, this is such we're such a segue in everywhere now in this show. Go on. How would Kovalev do that? Kovalev that beat Cleverly against Paterbiev. Oh, that's a kind of that's a that's a that is brick. That is an ir- brick. yeah ir- irresistible force against the immovable object. That is that is twelve rounds of sitting on the edge of your seat not being able to breathe because you don't you cannot believe what you're seeing I still think better BF wins it oh interesting um, as for Boatsy um, I've just seen him live in Quebec remember I went to Quebec for that live yeah, there's but, yeah, something yeah, about him you say that but Kovalev beat Ward the first time round for me you were there he beat Ward he beat Andre Ward no he didn't he did no he didn't no, he, he didn't. did no he didn't <sighs> no he didn't Good to have you back, Gareth. Yeah, you, you too. <laughs> Love you very much. Um, Boatsy, it has to be Yard next, doesn't it? He's not, as you say, he's not going to get the Paterbi of Bivol fight. They're tied up June 1st, and that means they're out for the year, really. So well, unless Yard takes a fight with Callum Smith on this Warren so Hearn then, thing on June the 1st. Then, what's Boatsy doing? What's Boatsy going to do? Um, he'll fight someone else. Vosdick? Potentially, Gvozdik, yeah. Potentially, potentially, yeah. right? Come on, a good win against Belotnik. Feels ages ago, but yeah. And if you look at Betterbiev's career, that's a tough fight he had as well. Yeah, um, that's one of the best opponents he's had. Um, we are going to um, hear from Ben Whitaker now, who's basically look Ben Whitaker talk of the town at the moment, and admits he wants a run now, but that promoters are keeping him grounded. Yeah, you have to be patient, and that's why I've got people like Ben backing me, um, my family behind me a good team around me. They're the ones that kind of pull the handbrake sometimes because if it was for me, I'd be there now. But <laughs> like I said, this this professional game, you take your time, you build yourself up. So when you do become at the top, you stay there. Ben Whitaker there, um, who's been the talk of the town, right? I mean, I, I absolutely adore Ben Whitaker. I think he's a fantastic fighter. Um, it's early, isn't it? It's only six fights. But when you are an Olympic silver medalist, Ben Shalom needs to get on it with this now. Like, get on with it. Stop putting him in with these type of opponents. It's clear. The way he jokes about in the ring with them, far too good for these opponents. Right, here you are. Yeah, far too good. Dan Aziz by the end of the year. I think he, I think he beats Aziz. Dan Aziz now, then. Yeah. That's a good fight, isn't it? Would Dan Aziz take that fight? He should. It's he almost, should. Yeah. Because it's a good time to fight Whitaker now. Like get him now. Do you think Whitaker would take the fight? Yes. 
Can we get him on the phone now? <laughs> I think, why not? How exciting is that to think about that Incredible. right now? Incredible. With Boatsy facing someone else on that yeah. card as well. Yeah. No time like the present. I'd absolutely, I'd, I'd, I'd love that to see that. And I just hope that, my only fear for him, and I think you mentioned this as well, it's a very big 175, very big. Um, and he's obviously too small for Cruiser. Like, he's going to have to stage... He's, what is he, 24 now, isn't he? No, oh, is he? I think he's 24. 26. It's 26, is it? Mm. He'll probably stay there then. Hopefully. He's hopefully too, like you say, that, um, he's not terse enough to be a cruiserweight. No. And it's too big a leap, 25 pounds, isn't it? You know? So big. Too big. And then that slows down his movement, do you know what I mean? So he has to stay at 175. Uh, I've got seen? a feeling he might knock all of them out, you know. You think he's that special as well, don't you? There, there's something there, <laughs> there, is, isn't there that he will probably step up his levels the better well, the level when you he say faces. All of them, do you mean all, like all the Brits, right? Listen, if better be ever's around long enough, we might see Whitaker against him in a year and a half if he's still around. But if they make big money in Saudi, that'll probably be it. I like the fact that you are thinking like I am. Yeah, well, I well, why beats, wouldn't I? Think I? He beats them we're all. watching. We're watching potential greatness. Yeah. We are. All right. Listen. What he does is not normal. No, it isn't. That kind of movement isn't. Remember, I covered Nazim Hamid's I'm career. I was just about to say this. You so, covered him from the start. Yeah, I've sat in a chair, a, a revolving chair like the one I'm in now, in the Pocono Mountain Resort, just before he was fighting Algie Sanchez or someone. I'm talking around 1999, mm. 2000. And I'm saying, go on, Naz. And he's just tried to convert me to Islam and says, you're so Sufi in your spiritual beliefs. And I say, well, if I spin in the chair now, will you will you do what you do in the ring? And I'm spinning in a in a chair and he's just bouncing around. It's, you just think, imagine if he's hitting you as well and you don't know where the punches are coming from and he's hitting you hard. And that's what Ben Whittaker's doing. And that's what Ben Whittaker's but doing. But Ben Whittaker's doing it with an extra 40 pounds. Yeah, yeah. You're not supposed to yeah, do it that yeah, heavy. Yeah, You're not supposed yeah, to move like yeah, that, that yeah. heavy. But he can do orthodox as well. That's yeah. what's I think he's so a fascinating. I think, he, I think yeah. he's a big problem for yeah. everyone. Yeah. I really do. And hopefully he gets an Aziz or a Craig Richards type by the end of the year. Three or four more fights. Yeah. No then, question. Then we'll see. All right, you listen to Fight Extra on TalkSport 2. Next up, everyone's been waiting for this one. We are going to talk about the unfortunate collapse of Fury versus Usyk, but it now has a new date, May 18th. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. 
Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Bike Night Extra on TalkSport 2. Good afternoon, you are listening to Final Extra on TalkSport 2. Adi Oladipo, the great Gareth A. Davis. Um, I was in Vegas on the weekend um, and I put up a Tyson Fury interview I did a few weeks back. Um, and about 10 minutes after putting that Fury interview up, everyone was like, yeah, perfect time. And I was like, what are you talking about? And then I heard that Tyson Fury had been cut in sparring horrible elbow and the fight was off and I was gutted, absolutely gutted because we've been waiting over 20 years for an undisputed heavyweight title fight. But then, then, a few days later, uh, His Excellency Turkey... 24 Al- hours was later. It, was it 24 hours? 24 hours later. His Excellency Turkey, I'll show you, got them together and said, you know what, we're going again. We're going again, May 18th, which, uh, let, let me just bring you straight in actually, May 18th seems soon for that kind of cut. Yeah, but that's what I said to you earlier in the, when we started the show, Eddie, that no BS... We're straight on the case. Mm. Um, um, dual cast with Egis Klimas and Alexander Usyk. No waiting around to find out. Let's sort a date. Speak to the medical advisors. The cut's done. 11 stitches. Corrected by 15. And it wasn't an elbow, by the way. It was a punch. That's what the Croatian sparring partner's really? been saying. It wasn't it an, elbow. Like an elbow. It looked like an elbow to me as well. But when I said earlier, no BS. No messing around in terms of... There's no conspiracy theories, all cleared up straight away. Evidence there for everybody to see. No hidden stuff behind the background, no grey areas, no smoke and mirrors. It was all out there for everyone to see. Got rid of all the conspiracy theories, all the haters. And the haters are going to hate. They will always do that. Fury's got his group of haters. 10-80-10 rule. 10% always love you. 10% always hate you. And the 80 in the middle just swings. Swing. Don't they? And um, John Jones was the guy that said that to me first. Mm. That's the way they are. He'll always have his haters. Um, Fury will always have his haters. He's a huge figure in the sport. May the 18th, there's a forfeit jeopardy of $10 million now as well for either man. Don't rule out you sit getting injured now on the way into May the 18th. But they're putting things in place. Joshua might be the guy that steps in. They're putting... What they've realised is, and I think this is a clever move, and you can see it between the lines, let's not leave an event top-heavy again with just one fight that really carries the card. Let's have at least two or maybe three. So if one drops out, we've still got a major event. Or we slide someone else in to fight for Undisputed. And I've always used the phrase, don't get ready, stay ready. If you're a heavyweight right now, or any weight class, stay ready because the call could come at any time. A lot must have happened in that 24 hours because there was a lot of talk about Philip Hergovic stepping in lastminute.com to replace uh, Tyson There were talks, I think. So, yeah, so I I do wonder what happened there then. I I kind of wonder... Well, someone's made a decision, say, no, we're doing Undisputed. Let's just cancel the event altogether. We'll move all the fighters onto that card. Mm -hmm. I think they're keeping the same fighters onto that card. We're going to announce a raft of other things. We're going to quash all the conspiracy theories. We're going to quash all the rumours. 
we're gonna and and we're gonna create this forfeit jeopardy around it. And I like all that because, um, and we're gonna hold in the wings. I mean, Joshua may beat Nagano on March the eighth, and then just wait, and he might just be ready. Yeah, if something happens, and AJ, like in terms of physical specimen, is always ready. He's, all, he's always yeah. ready to hey, go. It might be Nagano. It could be. Oh, stop it. Don't scare me. Don't scare me. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of back and forth between uh, Tyson There is Fury. jeopardy in that the, fight, of course, my friend. No, no, no. There's a lot. Because AJ needs to be mentally strong and dominate that fight, which he can do. Yeah. And look, that's March 8th. We've, we've got that to come. We've got so many shows between uh, now and then for me and you to talk about it. Obviously, we'll both be out in Saudi uh, as well. There has been a lot of back and forth, though, between Igus Kilmas and Tyson Fury. Igus Klimas. Igus Klimas. Sorry, apologies. And Tyson Fury. Um, Klimas called him a coward. Tyson Fury didn't respond. This is what happened. Never call me a coward again. I've had 35 professional fights. I've been boxing 18 years of my life. I've climbed off the canvas 10 times of the biggest punches in history to win. Never a coward. Never back down from any man in my life. I've had 35 professional fights. I'm a two-time undefeated heavyweight champion. I'm the second longest reigning lineal champion in history. How am I a coward? Let's see the answer. Let's, let's see the coward. No, 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 let's see the answer in the 18th of May. You're all going to be working for me as dossers. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Um, I, by the way, Tyson Fury is the, the best on the mic that there has been for a long time. He's fantastic. But he's got to understand, though, the critique. Like, he's got to understand. I mean, again, David Hayes put out old videos of when. when but he David was David very honest and fair, I thought, no, from but, the no, beach, no, but, from that. Beautiful yeah, but beach what, and, and he didn't need to be because Tyson Fury absolutely battered yeah, him yeah, when yeah, Tyson Fury, yeah. when David A pulled out back in 2013. There you go. Absolutely battered him. You're scared, you're running, and, and there was a cut. We all saw the cut. And you can understand why some people are like, one second, you battered Tyson Fury. We, we, you battered David A. We can batter you a little bit. I thought David Hay was very benevolent and very, really, very. really generous in the way that he presented it and said, look, I actually know how he feels. Um, Look what he did. And all I do is wish him well and hope he gets back soon because I want to see the fight with Alexander Usyk. Um, so in, in many ways, hats off to David Hay yeah. and the way he handled it. Okay. And it's a shame we never got that fight, frankly. Because mm. um, it that's was one, twice that's off, That's one of the big it? what ifs, that is. Oh. Uh, what if? We don't think of Tyson Fury the way we do now. And David Hay, big puncher. That is the, that David is Hay had the massive right hand down the middle. Yeah. Uh, Fury had been knocked down by Steve Cunningham, a cruiserweight, with yes. a big right hand down. But yeah. he got up and beaten him up. Yeah. David bullied, was bullied a very him, concussive fighter. Yeah, David, when you're hurt, you're hurt. You're, and you're staying hurt. Remember what he did to Enzo? You're yeah. staying hurt forever. Because people have that debate at the moment. What would have happened between David Hay in the ring... And AJ. And, and, and AJ and Wilder. Yeah. Because there's those sparring videos all yeah. the time of, of, of Hay and Wilder. I think... Uh, I mean, God, I wish David was around right now. Does he beat AJ or not? You know what I will say about that? 2011, he might have. Yeah, but, 2012. But I remember, I remember David A getting put down by Monty Barrett. Remember that? Yeah. And I'm thinking, if, if Monty Barrett puts you down, AJ keeps you down. I remember um, um, oh, Bell, um, the the in France. I was there. John at, John Mormack. Um, John Mark Mormack. Yes, Mormack, thank you. Yes. Um, I remember him put put. He made David Bambi on ice. Yeah. During that but fight, it was legs had gone. Up. Then he got up. But Adam Booth has, has said since they trained to get up and beat Mormek up. Um, and then they conned Enzo Macaronelli into a fight saying David couldn't make the weight. Um, look, um, an amazing character, David. See, the David Hay that beat Derek Chisora, the first guy to stop 
Derek Chisora in 2012, just before the Olympics. West Ham, 18,000 naughty big ones there uh, in the crowd, um, in the rain. An amazing night, amazing night. Fifth round stoppage. If David Hay could have hit Joshua, he'd have put him away. But I do think... Joshua hits David Hay. He'd have put him away. Lights out. Lights out. It's yeah. lights out. I mean, what a shame we never saw it. We, we, we were very close at one stage, you know. I think we are very, very close. Yeah, we were. But um, Hay got beat by Bellew. No, because they... No. If Hay beat Bellew, I think they're going, all systems go for Hay Joshua. If Hay beat Bellew. Remember, it was a heavyweight fight. If Hay, remember, that was a big fight. O2 His arena. body was shot at the time. Yeah, I said if he... If, because yeah. I think a prime David Hay would have beaten a prime Tony Bellew. If I'm, I mean, Tony's got two victories over him. No one can I mean, ever no, take prime that away. For prime, though, you are, you, you are correct. I'm, no, 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 but I'm just saying, I'm not no, necessarily right, but I, I would have picked David to win that. Listen, Tony had genuine fear going into that first fight. You know, um, he really did. And But look what Tony's done, done yeah, since. Amazing. Incredible. Uh, back to Fury Usyk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, it's a different fight now, by the very, way. Very, very. But I was, uh, the question I was going to ask you um, what's the best version of Fury you've ever seen? The second fight with, um, well, there's different versions. Oh, give me one. Give me one. Give me one. Because I'm going to ask you the same thing about Usyk. And the reason I'm asking you this is how far are they both now away from right. their best? The, the, the second Wilder fight. Okay. So, oh, yeah. Great performance. Absolutely astounding. Best, best Usyk? The second Joshua fight okay. at heavyweight. Mm. And those two, I, I think because of the cut eye... I think Fury will fight a more aggressive fight against Usyk than what I was picturing would be a fencing match between them. It was going to be a very cagey, physical chess affair. I think because of the eye, I think Tyson Fury may well take Lennox Lewis's advice and try and rush Usyk and put it on him. He's got to, he's got to bully him a bit. That's, I, that, you, but you, we may be completely three, wrong. Three and a half stone bigger, you've got to bully him. The thing is, Usyk has the ability... And, and the perspicacity and the meticulousness and, and the clarity to be able to pepper that eye. Of course. He's just got that ability to create those angles. Oh, it's fascinating. I hope we get it on May the 18th. Boxing. Tyson Fury has a weird and wacky it's, life it's and a theory, weird and wacky narrative. favourite for you in this one? I think it's a very close yeah. fight. 50-50, yeah, 60-40. So. I think Fury 25. wins, but yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if it's a draw. It wouldn't surprise me if Usyk won narrowly. They've got two fights to do it over, haven't they? Yeah. So If if Alexander Usyk becomes undisputed heavyweight after being undisputed cruiserweight, obviously winning the World Boxing Super Series, his fantastic amateur record as well, there's a big discussion about where he... He's already a, nearly an all-time yes, great, Eddie. Yeah, There's no question about and that. Already, exactly, as a unified heavyweight champion. You're right. But if he becomes undisputed, then there's a, there's a serious debate as to where he is in the all-time great status. Right there alongside the holy fields yeah, of this right, world. Right. Um, definitely. In, he's in the land of the giants and he's beaten them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but but it's that's through technique and self belief and footwork and movement and all those things that he's got the IQ. Um, that's what's great about this fight: two boxers with amazing IQ, two fighters, two warriors with amazing IQ. And and look, I think whatever you say about Fury, whatever his detractors say, there is that. He do, he's playing the villain in 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 this matchup. And you always need a villain. And you always need a villain. Uh, the earring, all that stuff, yeah. you know. Very quickly before we wrap on heavyweights, obviously we got the sad news the other day of the passing of Carl Weathers, uh, Mr. Apollo, Apollo Creed. Creed for oh, you, yeah. you Rocky oh, fans. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I remember him in Predator, Action Jackson. I remember all the films as well. 
So sad. It made me go back and watch Rocky 1 or 2. Yeah, the sprinting on the beach oh. with Sylvester Stallone. Because you know what you get now as well? You get a lot of fighting movies and the guys can't fight. They look rubbish. Yeah. He actually looked the part and he spoke the part. Like, true Muhammad Ali type style. Yeah, but they were they were in that era when men suddenly started to be big as well. And he was yeah. a big guy. He was an amazing athlete. Mm. Um, beautiful man, yeah. physically. Yeah. Um, and was beautiful even into his 70s. Mm. Graceful old thing he was in the end. Did you see Mr. Stallone's uh, tribute. Yeah, it was How lovely. Sad was that? Yeah. And I saw Carl's last video. I think it was to his family that they put out on 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 his Instagram oh, today. Yeah, I was watching it, it today. Yeah. No, um, a great human being, and and everybody only had great things to say about him. And you talk to X number of boxers, all of them inspired by both of those men and those movies. It's extraordinary, really. It really is. All right, you're listening to Fight Extra on Talksport Two. Next up, what next for Conor Ben? after another win. Welcome back. You're listening to Final Extra on TalkSport 2. Adi Levy for the great Gareth A. Davis. We have packed a lot in to 50 minutes, and we're going to try and pack as much as we can in in the next seven minutes or so as well. We're going to start with Conor Ben. Uh, good win. Eh, good win against Pete Dobson. The reason I go, eh, is because I spoke to him before the fight, and he said first-round knockout. Everyone in the round, he's camped second, third round knockout. It went the full distance, went 12, which is good. It shows he can go 12 at a good pace. But ultimately, Pete Dobson was picked for Ben to knock out and look good against. And it didn't quite go his way like that, Gary. Well, maybe the matchmaking's not been good enough then. And look, notwithstanding the Boxing Water Control and UCAD appeal, blah, 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 that's yeah. sitting there yeah, that yeah. he's still dealing with, by mm -hmm. the way. Yeah. He's having I to deal with that. I think he's got a hearing this week or next yeah, week. Yeah, well, hopefully yeah. it gets dealt with soon. Um... The two opponents that he's faced in his comeback, if you like, mm. they've never been stopped. No, and they're bigger. And they're bigger. They're bigger. Chris Van Heerden, Chris Algieri, a lot of mileage on the clock. Journeyman, I say this with utter respect to the two men, journeyman world class. Yeah. A lot of mileage on the clock. Mm -hmm. You um, should not Sebastian Formella, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, 12 rounds with Sean Porter. These guys... Peter Dobson took a shellacking for four rounds, Pistol Pete. Tough Jamaican mm. took a shellacking four rounds. Connor's trying too hard at the moment. Yeah. Um, but do you know what I like about him? He's making noise. Big noise. Uh, he's making noise, big noise. And it's all key now. Can he get that British license back? If he gets the British license back, boom, Aladdin's cave opens up. Yeah, and I'm like the way you pointed that out as well, by the way, about Van Heerden in Algeria, respectfully as well. Just because you get a lot of idiots that, and I say that respectfully to these fans, oh, he didn't knock out Peter Dobson and he can't knock, your power's gone. I'm like, he should be oh, knocking out Algeria. Oh, so they're pointing Algerian. conspiracy yeah. theory fingers. I said you should yeah, be yeah. knocking at Algerian Van Heerden. Yeah. Van Heerden's washed, yeah, yeah, with all due respect. Yeah, yeah. And Algeria's retired and is a 140 guy. Well, it's the same as Kelbrook. I think that's a very dangerous fight for Kelbrook if that happens. They're mm. calling out Kelbrook. I hope not. Yeah. I don't think Kel's... Still at that level where a young you put him in with a young stud, and even though Kel's a big welterweight and Connor's not the biggest welterweight not, in the he's world, not. he's a natural welterweight. I don't like that. Came fight. in the ring though at one seventy four. Connor came in the ring at hundred. He weighed in at one hundred and fifty point six. He came in the ring at one hundred and seventy four pounds. He didn't look big. Didn't did he? he didn't Weird. Look massive. Are you he, sure? One seventy four. Yeah, he, he put a photo. A light heavyweight. Him. Exactly. It's crazy. He put a picture up early in the morning. Um, weighing 170. 
that he's showing it. Like, put, you put, he put it on his social media, and I'm guessing he put another three, four pounds on mm. for breakfast and dinner, whatever. That's a lot. I think they want to put him in big fights. I don't think they're worried about a steady climb now. Mm. He's 23 and 0, is yeah. he now? 23 and 0. 23 he's and 0. 26 years old. He's having a second child. He's 26 years old. He's lost two years. Um, I think they want Chris Eubank Jr. I know Chris Sr. doesn't want him. I was with Chris last week yeah. uh, having breakfast at the, at the Mayfair in, in Soho. Um, and he wants Harlem Eubank. Obviously, he's training it's and working with Harlem. Still a good fight because yeah. Harlem's a craftsman. Is, Connor's a basher. There's no interest. Um, I mean, no one's asking for Harlem. Not really. Yeah. No, but it's a possibility. I don't particularly like the Kell Brook fight. I like Barrios. I think it'll be Barrios. Oh, by the way, that's, that's it. That's the one. That's the one, isn't it? For now. Barrios. But if he the gets one. the British licence, bring Javonta Davis over. We're all going to watch it. That packs out the O2. What's going if on not that? Is there any truth to it? Oh, I think, I think they're making noise. Bill Haney was there and invited. Yeah. Devin Haney's down the line. That's what Conor Ben's doing really well. He's making himself relevant. There's one other name, I think... I mean, there's a load of other there's names. There's loads of other can... Josh Kelly's called him out as well. As well but, but... Oh, Josh Kelly's a great Josh fight. Josh Kelly's the one. That's a great they, fight. They were speaking about that fight for years. But I think they want to put Connor in the biggest fights possible now mm. over the next two years because he'll probably leave the sport then, in my view. I was going to ask you, why the rush? But you've just answered it there. He probably wants to out of it before, I before think he's he does. 30. Yeah, I yeah. think he does. Yeah, And look, as good as you can be, and there's some fantastic fighters out there, if you don't make noise and don't have dance partners, you, you, you'll be sparring by yourself. You'll be shadow boxing. At least he's getting people calling him out. He's made no, he's made noise in America. They wouldn't do big numbers in America, but that's why the British license is really important. So important. Unlicensed or not mm. over here with a different commission, mm. um, they can bring big names over here. Devin Haney must fancy it. Javonta Davis, perfect opponent for him later on in the year. Mm. Even a stadium, outdoors, small football ground, 30,000, 40,000, balmy night. Conor Ben putting it all on the line against Javonta Davis. Can, can you imagine the press conference Davis. between those two? Man, you, you had a pay-per-view just for the press conference. Imagine the be... clothes they're going to wear. Oh, man, the jury alone. I mean, they'd have to have security guards just for the jury. It'd be worth over a million. Uh, I want to quickly shout out um, Johnny Fisher, who was on this yep. card as well. And the reason I want to shout him out is because of his fan base. I mean, Johnny Fisher was fighting Dimitri Bezos, who, in all due respect... Who got is, smashed uh, out by David Adelaide. Exactly. He's no one rounds, really... He's done it one So round. they knew that Johnny Fisher was going to blow him out. He still brought nearly 400 over yeah, from Romford yeah. to Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Insane. I scented, I smelt his nervousness, he said to me on a voice message earlier yeah, today. Yeah. We're going to catch up in Romford on Friday. Yeah. I'm trying to get myself invited for another big Chinese with the boys. Um, John, You've already put on four Johnny pounds. Fisher's... Put on more? Johnny, <laughs> Johnny, Johnny, I'll only have a little nibble. I'll cycle there and home. That's good. John, yeah. Johnny, yeah. and I'll drink no tequila. Yeah. John, Johnny Fisher's dad's dancing in the room left a little bit to be desired, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but he's lost seven stone, he's by lost, the way. He's lost a lot. He's, um, lost he's a got lot. another seven to lose, in my view. Um, if Big John can get down to 17, 18 stone, I'll be very, very proud of him. Beautiful family. Johnny's lights up in, a name up in lights at the plaza. Did you see that? In, in the old town. I saw it. Um, did you go down to the old town? No, I didn't. It? I didn't. I was just so... Yeah. I got there late, didn't I? I, didn't, I stayed in Phoenix. I Soon, didn't in Vegas. you'll get to 100 trips to Vegas like I am. I'm over 100 trips to Vegas. Oh, wow, that's incredible. I'm on like 10. But I'll, I'll take the 10. Very quickly, uh, Fabio Wardley versus Fraser Clark announced. We saw them get in the ring um, on the card of Abwatsi Aziz. Good fight. It's a really good one, this one. We love a domestic dust-up. 
This one's good. I don't know. I have no idea. Literally, throw the coin up and watch it land. I have no idea which way this will go. Do you know, we've been so excited today. I thought we'd talked about that on air, but we were getting excited in the break talking yeah. about that. Fraser Clark, Fabio Wardley, Fabio Wardley, Fraser Clark, British heavyweight title. Um, really exciting. Big ding dong. Um, don't be surprised if Fraser Clark looks really good in that fight. Um, Fabio Wardley has really impressed so far. Um, there's been question marks about Fraser's power. Mm. Um, but can Fraser be knocked out? It's going to be a really good fight. Definitely going to be there. Easter Sunday, March 31st, isn't it? Oh, it is. Easter Sunday. It is. A bit of bloody Sunday, and it will be as well. Sunday, bloody Sunday. It certainly will. Gareth, it's great to have you back, my man. Absolute pleasure, my beautiful friend. It's a shame we didn't have no cameras in the studio, because, um, yeah, but it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. We can't blame Jeremy for everything. He's, he does a great job putting this show together. He does. Our producer, Jeremy Fulham. All right, we will see you next week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.